0: Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well this podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing embracing and honoring themselves awaken and empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth inner work and mental health and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here alive and breathing and taking up space listen in for soul-centered inspiration heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Hello everyone and welcome back to Awaken and Empower. It feels like I haven't said that for a very long time. This is my first episode since back in August, and I'm so happy to be back here speaking to anyone who chooses to listen in. I really did miss creating for this podcast, so I'm really happy to be back. Um, This episode is going to be a bit of a check-in and life update just to share and get reacquainted and talk about the intricate struggles of being a human. (laughs) And just like with any time that I share my truth, I really hope it helps you connect with your truth. And if you're in some need of reconnecting and remembering and returning home to yourself, I hope this episode supports you in some way in doing that. And I'm just going to show up today as authentically as I can, like I always do, and I hope you enjoy listening. I'm not going to lie, I had some trepidations about coming back to the podcast. It took me a while to decide when I wanted to return to creating in this way and what I even wanted to say when I came back. But I received multiple signs that creativity is really what I need right now. Even though starting off, it feels like I'm sludging through mud and nothing makes sense or feels satisfactory to me. That's all part of the process and creativity isn't necessarily about the end result all the time. It's more so about the journey you take to get there and the impact that it has on you. So I've been trying to remind myself of that and not get so caught up in wanting to know the end result before I begin and yeah, I'm just following the signs I've been given and returning to this part of me and just like with any return, it can feel a little uncomfortable and clunky at first but your body and your soul remembers and before long, it'll feel like you haven't left at all. And also, I guess the main reason why I didn't feel ready to return to this show for so long was because I've just been going through it. (laughs) The past few weeks and months have been a lot, and I'll get into that later, but yeah, just like with anything I do for my business, I want to only return when I feel completely ready. I'm on no one's timeline but my own, so here I am, returning only when I feel good and ready. Or good and ready enough, at least. So, like I shared in the last episode, which was the 50th episode celebration, I was taking a break from the podcast because I was about to travel to England to visit with my boyfriend. He's been in law school over there all year, and I was finally going to travel to him and be with him again, and I was gone for just over a month, and... Honestly, the trip exceeded all my expectations. It impacted me in ways that I didn't think it would, like on an emotional and even spiritual level. And it got me looking at and thinking about life in a whole new way. It was incredible. And of course, amazing to finally be with my boyfriend Andy again after so many months apart. We really just need that time to reconnect and live life together again. So it was all just such a memorable experience and I'm so incredibly grateful for every moment of it and I feel so lucky that we were able to make that happen. Coming back was a bit of a struggle though, or a lot of a struggle I should say. It was hard to transition back into quote-unquote real life after being away for so long and of course it was also hard leaving my boyfriend again and coming back there were just so many things that I missed about being over there so that was hard to handle and as comforting as it was to be back in my home I just went through a really hard time mentally and emotionally for so many reasons and also no reason at all looking back now, I think what happened was that I had just been feeling really disconnected from myself for a long time. Like, the whole summer was really busy and then I went on my trip and life was just a whirlwind for a good few months and all that kind of caught up to me when I got back home. At the time, I didn't understand that though and I felt horrible about myself. I was shaming myself for not being grateful for the amazing opportunity I had to be abroad and with my partner for so long. I felt like me coming back and being depressed like somehow took away from the gratitude I have for that trip, which saying it out loud doesn't make sense, but that's what my ego was telling me back then. And I was also feeling inept and stupid for not being able to get back into work or even my routines right away and yeah it was just a whole mess and I was being really hard on myself and experiencing a lot of anxiety and full-out depression and I just really struggled to honor my feelings and I think overall the real root of the problem was that I just didn't feel like myself for a long time and that's because I didn't really prioritize connecting with myself as much as I could have. And that's just life sometimes, you know? We get busy and there's so many things pulling at our attention, and no matter how committed we are to ourselves and our self-care and our self-empowerment and all of that, life can just sweep us away sometimes. And in my case, my anxiety and depression gets the better of me during those times. And Yeah, this was just a big buildup of a good few months of basically passing myself by and it all hit me when I got back from my trip. So yeah, the first couple weeks of being back home were a struggle and then after those two weeks, I went on a family trip to Nova Scotia to spend a little over a week with my dad's side of the family, which was really amazing It helped me get out of my head a little bit and being surrounded by family and just the lifestyle of the East Coast of Canada was just a huge blessing, especially at that time. And then the week that we got back from there, which was about three weeks ago now, something shifted and I finally felt like I had the energy to take care of myself Before, I didn't have that energy and I was just stuck in my depression and anxiety, but when I got back from Nova Scotia, I felt a little more clear-headed and I felt more ready to start doing the things I know are good for me. I was returning home again, but more so than that, I felt like I was finally returning home to myself. So, just like with any hard time, it's not permanent and it will pass, sometimes unexpectedly, sometimes because of concerted and intentional effort. I think for me, it was a combination of both. I felt a shift coming home again, but it did take a lot of effort to follow that shift and intentionally do what I knew needed to be done in order to help myself get back to myself and truly Return home to myself. So that's what I did. And that's what I'm still doing, to be honest. The last couple weeks of October were really about returning to myself and re-empowering myself, if you will. I needed to reconnect and go through a process of remembering me. And I knew that I didn't want to rush back into work stuff because... I needed to address all of my underlying issues first and just really take care of myself. I've said it on this show many times, but I'm a highly sensitive person, so I think that buildup I mentioned before of being disconnected from myself for so long and just in the rush of life for so long, it really hit me with a big force and I knew that I wouldn't be able to just move on and get over it. I needed time, so... I took the time to just tend to myself and take care of myself. And also, just recently, I had kind of a big realization about all of this. I realized that every year around this time, so like September, October, November, time of the year, every year during this time since the year 2018, I've gone through some sort of inner struggle that's led to Some sort of transformation and growing into a new level of myself. The fall of 2018 was when I first embarked on my personal growth journey with intention. I went on my solo trip in October 2018 and that changed everything for me in my inner world and really was the catalyst for everything that has happened since then. And then in the fall of 2019... I was coming off of a year of running my platform Living Embrace and had recently discovered that life coaching was my sole purpose and I really committed to finding a life coaching program and I got accepted on my birthday that year in November and then at this time in 2020 I went through some really hard times after launching my business and took a break from everything during which i came to realize a lot of things about my inner world and what i was actually struggling with on an internal and soul level and in the fall of 2021 i took another creative break because of some inner struggles i was going through mainly connected to you know toxic productivity and low self-worth that kind of fun stuff (laughs) and you know when i realized this it all made sense it's like my body remembers my soul remembers for the past four years this has been a time of deep wintering i guess you could say a retreat into myself sparked by some sort of outer struggle which eventually leads to a deeper understanding of myself And a renewed sense of hope and passion and motivation, and also new opportunities that feel so aligned with who I am. I've grown so much because of those hard times. And it was interesting to look back on it all and see that for the past four years, the most potent times of struggle and transformation happened in the fourth quarter of the year. I don't know why, but that's just been the case for me. It's like, my body feels the shift into fall, and it's like, oh, okay, time for some struggles and some transformations again. <laughs> and it's definitely happening again this year. I've been coming up against a lot of my inner triggers and wounds and insecurities, and really trying to understand them and get clear on how they're manifesting in my outer life, in my behavior and relationships, where they might be stemming from. I've been doing a lot of like, I guess inner child work and shadow work there's been a lot of deep self-inquiry going on over here and it's uncomfortable and confusing and messy but it's led me to a growing understanding of myself and why i am the way i am and i know that'll only benefit me and my life it's been a heavy time at times and i'm still in it in a lot of ways and these struggles are still coming up every day but I'm glad that I listened to my inner voice, just like I have been since 2018, because I needed this time to do this work and to take care of myself. So, yeah, that's just a very summarized version of what has happened every fall for the past few years. It's hard to encapsulate each period in a few sentences, but it was just wild for me to make that connection and realize that, yes, my body remembers And this year, it was like, okay, here we go again. Buckle up and let's journey inward. And I've been doing different things to take care of myself and do this deep inner work. Uh, I'm planning to do a whole episode on ways to empower yourself for the next episode of the show, which is where I'll share in more detail some of the things I've been doing and how they might help you too. So, without giving too much of that away right now... I've mainly just been trying to do things that make me feel good. When I'm in the kind of state of depression and anxiety that I was in a few weeks ago, the task of trying to make myself feel better feels insurmountable, impossible. Way too much work for my tired soul. But eventually something shifts and I'm able to slowly start getting back into making myself feel good. So, after getting back from Nova Scotia, I spent the last couple weeks of October easing back into the habits and routines that I had been so disconnected from for so long. I think that's also why I was feeling so ungrounded before, was because I was kind of just flying by the seat of my pants for a long time, and there was no routine at all. And I like having some sort of routine and following practices and habits every day. It just helps me feel grounded i love having a good plan oh my gosh i just started using this like scheduling app on my phone and it's a game changer i just like having the day laid out and kind of knowing what's next and what i'm dedicating my time to yeah it just helps ease my anxiety and i guess that's the divine masculine energy in me or i try to keep it divine because sometimes i can go into wounded for sure but yeah that's how I try to maintain the masculine side of my energy and I also started doing things like journaling again and going on daily walks and doing yoga and having more time to read all of which always makes me feel better So, just little things like that, that I would often take for granted, but that actually make a huge impact. And when they're gone, I really notice that they're gone because I'm impacted mentally and emotionally. And also, welcoming back these practices in turn increased my motivation to return to creativity and work stuff as well. Instead of jumping right into that side of things, easing into it through the other practices always works well for me it's not as jarring and i feel less pressure because i've already like primed my mind if that makes sense i truly think this is because of my highly sensitive nature things just impact me more and it takes me longer to release that impact and so easing back in instead of jumping has always worked better for me but hey that's just me <laughs> so Yeah, that's one of the main things, just doing things that I know make me feel good, even if it's just a small thing, because the small things definitely have the biggest impact. I feel like this has also been a time of connecting with my soul on a deeper level. Back in the summer, I enrolled in an online course by Rebecca Campbell, If you don't know who she is, she created some of my favorite oracle card decks. She's also written a few books and is just an all-around beautiful creator and mystic. And I decided to sign up for her online course, Discover Your Cosmic Blueprint, earlier this year. And I did the first module and then life got busy and I abandoned it for a while. But in October, I really dove back into it. And I'm so glad I did because this is the kind of learning my heart needs right now. The course is all about your soul and connecting with your soul, understanding it. You learn about things like past lives and the Akashic Records and discovering your soul family members. All this mystical and spiritual and soul-centered stuff. And she includes lots of guided meditations and a workbook that's full of prompts to enhance this journey into your soul. It's incredible and exactly what I needed during this time. And it's just unlocking parts of me that I didn't even know I had the key to. So immersing myself in that was really helpful, especially considering all the deep inner work I was already feeling called to do. I also read her most recent book, Letters to a Starseed. I just love how she teaches aspects of spirituality in such a grounded way and in a way that helps you apply your learnings to real life. It's not just some unseeable teaching or lesson. So yeah, connecting with my soul has just helped me deal with a lot of my mental health struggles. It's helped me drop from my head into my heart and... I just feel connected to myself in a whole new way. I've also been resting and trying to not feel ashamed for resting. I've been addressing what comes up within me and trying to work through it and understand it. Being human is hard, especially when you start actually paying attention to all the happenings within you. Sometimes I feel like I'm too aware and it leads to overthinking or overanalyzing myself, but hey, it's all a work in progress. We're all on this never-ending journey of self-discovery and we're just figuring it out along the way. (laughs) Something else that has been really helpful during this time has been guided journals. I'll talk about this more in the next episode, but I have really noticed just how helpful these kinds of resources are. When we're going through a hard time, it's really difficult to try to gain a different perspective At least for me, I get stuck in one way of looking at things. And so resources like guided journals, or if you take it a step further, things like life coaching and therapy can really widen your perspective and get you to think about things in ways that you just couldn't before. That's something that always comes up in my coaching relationships. My clients will tell me that they've never thought about a certain thing that way, and that shift can lead to some beautiful impacts. So, yeah, I've been writing in a couple guided journals lately. I started Glennon Doyle's Get Untamed journal earlier this year, and I then kind of neglected it for a while. But getting back into it has been amazing, and. At the beginning of this month, I also started Rupi Kaur's Healing Through Words journal, which has been incredible. Uh, Rupi Kaur is the Canadian poet. She wrote Milk and Honey and The Sun and Her Flowers and most recently Homebody. I, I love her poetry and her guided journal has just been an incredible way to just tap into my heart and my creativity and work through some of the inner struggles that I've been working through and I just love that title healing through words healing has been coming up a lot for me lately so I feel like I started this journal at a really perfect time and yeah both of these journals are just unlocking parts of me and my creativity and helping me connect with myself on a deeper level which is really what this is all about and yeah here I am, just showing up and trying my best and continually trying to return home to myself. I think that's really been what this time has been about, just reconnecting and remembering and returning home to myself. And also returning to things like this, like my work and creativity, only when I feel ready. I think that's something we can all do, I know there are certain things we just have to do no matter what and we can't necessarily wait until we're ready. I'm well aware that that can be seen as a privilege to some but really when it comes down to it, we all have choice in our lives. We can choose what we put our energy into. We can choose to move things around in order for us to be able to take a break. We can choose ourselves. And that's one of the most empowering parts of being human. It might take some extra steps in order to welcome those opportunities into our lives. I'm not saying it's simple, but it is possible. And we are all worthy of it. So wherever you can, create space for self-connection and time to remember yourself so that you can return to the truest essence of who you are. And... Only move ahead when you feel ready. To me, this is so important just because of the work that I do. I know that I can't show up here and speak to you in this way unless I'm fully ready to share my heart. And the same thing with coaching too. I can't show up as a self-empowerment coach and support my clients to the best of my ability if I'm not also taking care of myself. This is all connected. Our inner world has a direct impact on our outer world and When we choose to tend to our inner world, our outer world can benefit significantly. Looking ahead, I'm feeling more hopeful and clear headed, and most importantly, more myself. I also have a birthday coming up just a few days after this episode comes out. On November 13th, I'm turning 27 which, when I was younger, seemed like such an old age, but now, I don't know, yeah, it still baffles me that I'm turning 27, what the heck, but I'm also excited. Am I where I thought I'd be at 27? Definitely not, but, I don't know, a part of me always enjoys stepping into a new cycle, and birthdays are for sure the start of a new cycle, so I'm excited to enter my next year of life, and just see what happens. I definitely feel like I'm still in the darkness in a way or navigating my way through it and trying to understand my shadow side, I guess you could say, you know, doing some shadow work and it's hard, but I know it's necessary. These things are coming up more and more in me for a reason. They want to be noticed and addressed, and as uncomfortable as that is, I'm here for it. I'm always up to understand myself a little more, and I feel like through this, my spirituality has also deepened. My understanding of myself, not just as a human, but as a soul. That's a whole other rabbit hole that I won't go down right now, but yeah, it's just been really eye-opening and transformative. In terms of this show, I'm planning to do a couple more episodes before we take another little break for the holidays and to welcome the new year. And yeah, I'll just be continuing to share my truth in hopes that it helps you come a little bit closer to yours. If there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about on the show or any questions you'd like me to answer... I'd really love to hear from you. So as always, you can email me at shaylenivney@livingembrace.ca at and find me on Instagram at living.embrace. All my contact info will be in the show notes and I'd just love to hear from you, whatever you have to say or whatever you want to chat about. Thank you so much for listening and giving me this space to hear my truth even though I create the space because I run this show, (laughs) you choosing to listen in is truly you giving me the space, because if you weren't listening, I'd just be talking to myself, so thank you, whoever you are, and wherever you are, I so appreciate you, and I will talk to you in the next episode.